Good evening and welcome, or good morning, good afternoon. Welcome to episode 195 of Dude and the Monkey. As always, I am joined by... Matt Foster, hello everybody. And my name's Ian Loring. I uh, messed up the order there. I'm having to re-record this, so yeah. Um, right, this week, it's the Resident Evil films. We just kind of decided to do them a few months back and now we have to go through with it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, it's, yeah. It's a shame on that in the fact that it's one of those where we looked at it and went, well, I don't think anything else about that weekend, and it turns out the kind of was, <laughs> but we put it anywhere. <laughs> yeah, like, uh, yeah. <laughs> you know, there were previews of Lego Batman this weekend. We could have reviewed Lego Batman, but yeah, no. Gold was out, and I'm going to go see Gold in the midweek. So. Yeah, yeah, you know, Gold, Tony Erdman, or even, you know, like yeah. three-hour German comedy is supposed to be amazing, so... Yes. But no, we're one of the few podcasts in the world who are covering the Resident Evil movie. I even noticed that Kermo tweeted uh, out saying about what's your favourite uh, movie out this weekend. Uh, I think it was Kermo anyway. And Resident Evil wasn't even on the list. Even though he actually thought this one, he was like, it's rubbish, but I had quite a fun time watching it. Like, we'll, so, get to that one. we'll get to that one later on. Um, yeah. the, the, the phrase, it's rubbish, but I had quite a fun time watching it, could almost describe the Resident Evil movies as a synopsis of the whole thing. Yeah, yeah, I think that most of them anyway. Well, we're, yeah, I mean, we'll, 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 we'll get there. So, um, time dependent, we'll also uh, do some what we watched as well. Um, I think next week we'll I, be back. I'll, I'll be honest, I have not watched anything else of the Resident Evil movies. Fucking hell. Okay, fine. I, I've got a, I've got a couple of things I could go through quickly. Uh, one question. Are we reviewing Lego Batman? Because Fifty Shades Darker is out next weekend, so obviously we're reviewing that. Obviously reviewing that, yes. Okay, I might just talk about Lego Batman later. Yeah, then. you can talk about Lego Batman later on, yeah. And if, okay. if, if, if I do go and see it, well, I'll end up talking about it again as well anyway. Okay, That's the well. worst that can happen, isn't it? Yeah, no, fair enough. Yeah, it'd be good to get back to a, like a regularly scheduled show next week, to be fair. so Yes. Uh, yeah, okay. So um, we'll get on to Resident Evil in a sec. Any uh, Anything been happening or any trailers? I, 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 to be honest, I don't think much has actually happened in the movie world this way. I mean, Denny Villeneuve's doing uh, a new Dune. Yes, which is cool. Um, I I, I saw some people saying, uh, oh, you know, I wish he'd just stick to sort of doing original pieces. And I'm looking at it going, no, I wish he'd just make great fucking movies, which he's doing. (laughs) The thing is, Dune's a... He's not not remaking David Lynch's Dune. Mm. He's doing his version of the popular uh, book series, Dune. It's that. It's like somebody saying, oh, why did, what's his name, remake Roman Polanski's Macbeth? Well, no, she was doing a film version of the same fucking star, right? Yeah, I I, mean, I don't have any problem with it at all. I mean, no. yeah, he's, he's doing Blade Runner, but it's like, I really want to see his take on Blade Runner. I, I really want to see, see his take more on Blade Runner than I would like to see Ridley Scott's take on Blade Runner. Ag- agree. Um, and, uh, I, you know, I want to see his take on Dune as well. So why not? He'll get, you know, he'll get his original projects in at some point. I think the guy is still pretty young. So, you mm. know, he, he, let's just let's just kind of chill it out. And fuck, man. I mean, you know, like Ridley Scott, he puts something out pretty much every year at this point, or like 18 months at this point, doesn't he? It kind of feels yeah. like Villeneuve's on that kind of trajectory. And it, does, it, it, it's, it seems like he's, he's kind of, he's grabbing the bull by the horns and going, do you know what? 
all, all that all that this takes is me to have one bad movie, and I might not get offered the chance to make these movies every year. So, you know, rather than becoming one of those directors who, one of those autorial directors who does something every three years, every five years, or there's two in two two every two one every two years, and then doesn't make one for eight years and stuff like that. He's going, Do you know what? Bang, 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 bang. Why not? You know, it's as long as we get good films out of him, as long as it doesn't, is the quality doesn't decrease, or he doesn't call up his own ass, or if he does call up his own ass, if what's there is gold, then I'm fucking fine there. Yeah, straight up, agreed. Yeah, I'm very excited. Well, casting's going to be interesting. You could kind of see Ryan Gosling doing a Kyle MacLachlan, even though maybe he's a bit old for that part. Maybe, like... Maybe, yeah. The thing is, I... Jude's probably the least... uh, um, least watched of the Lynch film of my Lynch film well, of Lynch films that I've watched to be honest um, and it's not because I don't like it I, I quite enjoyed it last time I watched it but I do find it quite a hard watch it, it's very hard sci-fi um, and I'm, I'm not I previously wouldn't have counted myself as a hard sci-fi kind of guy whereas June very much is so yeah, I think I'm, I'm very much due at a rewatch. watch you're Dune a rewatch. Uh, yeah, I do rewatch. Yes, I, I, will, I will get to it. I thought it was funny. Um, <laughs> I'm laughing. <laughs> yeah, well, I don't know why, but bless you for doing so. Um, all right, so trailers. I've maybe got one or two. Uh, yourself? I've got none. Go, none. Go, go for it. No, I've got none. Oh, none? I've okay. I've not watched one. <laughs> okay, um, I watched the trailer. I meant to. Ending. Yeah, you had a busy one. Um, I, I've uh, I watched the trailer for Headshot, which is the Eco U Waste, however you pronounce his name. Um, oh film, yes, which is apparently arriving worldwide on the third of March. I don't know, like I, I'm. A, is, it a, is it a Netflix one? No, it's not. That's that's you'd immediately think it was with something like that, but it says at the end of the trailer arriving worldwide. But it looks. I'm assuming it's a kind of like a, a like a big VOD release to be fair I don't see this playing in cinemas I mean it looks it looks fairly generic in all honesty um I I mean it's uh basically he's an amnesiac who gets a blow to his head one day and then starts remembering things and yeah like he was trying to live a peaceful life and now he can't because he's Jason Bourne, basically. Uh, yeah, yeah I mean, I, I'll, I'll watch it, you know, Friday night, a few beers, why not? But that's about it. Yeah. Um, and, I mean, I, the Super Bowl spots kind of come out, um, like, overnight tonight over here, but uh, the, I've watched yeah. the, the, the spot for Ghost in the Shell, which looked pretty much the like the trailer, but cut down. Um, it's kind of stunning that it's a Super Bowl spot, and it's got the shots of her in that kind of flesh suit. Yeah, you know, I, I, I'm that's that's surprising. Um, but yeah, I'm I'm looking forward to Ghost in the Shell, man. It's either going to be an unmitigated disaster or something really interesting. It's not going to be in between, I don't think. <laughs> no, I, I I have faith that it's going. I'm choosing to have faith that it's going to be interesting. Yeah, yeah, no, I, I yeah, no, totally. Like it kind of feels like Scarlett Johansson wouldn't be doing it if it if there wasn't something there, um, yeah. you know, I mean, cause she can pretty much do any, whatever the fuck she wants. So, you know, Hey, 
and, 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 and do you know what? I don't think enough gets made of, of how Scarlett Johansson kind of just kind of creeps along in all the Marvel movies. Never bleats about wanting her own movie or anything like that. She gets on with it, but then she also nips off in between to do really fucking interesting shit. And she she quietly kind of just, just is one of the biggest stars in Hollywood. Not one of the biggest female stars in Hollywood. One of the biggest stars in Hollywood and one of the most bankable stars in Hollywood without anybody ever making a big deal over it. It's, it's really quite bizarre. Mm. Yep. Yep. Um... Okay, so uh, should we do it? Let's go. Let's get evil. Resident Evil, the first Resident Evil. What year was this? 2000? 2002. Right, 2002. Okay, yeah. Um, So this one is directed by Paul W.S. Anderson. um, Stars Mila Jovovich, Michelle Rodriguez, Eric Mabius, James Purefoy, Colin Salmon and others. Uh, so story is Alice played by Mila Jovovich wakes up in a, uh, in a mansion, no memory of anything, sees some photos around suggesting she's got a husband, uh, this kind of team come in, um, uh, and, uh, and kind of tackle her and it, this guy, cop guy played by Eric Mabius kind of pops up out of nowhere. Um, and it turns out that the mansion is actually like a secret cover for the entrance to the hive. And in the hive, the Red Queen, the hive security system, has gone mad and has basically killed everyone after uh, an outbreak of the T-virus. But has she gone mad or is she actually trying to save everybody? Yeah. Yeah, she's trying to do that, basically. Um, So, Resident Evil. um, Paul W.S. Anderson coming off of Event Horizon? Uh, was yeah, I think it was Event Horizon. I think it was this film after Event Horizon. Yeah, uh, so it kind of makes sense. Um, you know, uh, no, Soldier. It was Soldier was after Event Horizon. Yeah, but ninety-seven Event Horizon, then Soldier, and then Resident Evil, oh, okay. um, which of course Soldier bombed massively, if I remember correctly. The uh, oh, the Kurt, Kurt, Kurt Russell movie. Yeah, he doesn't uh, say a single word in that, does he? I've never seen it, but I, I, like, isn't there something like he very, very does... little? Yeah, okay, that's it's, yeah. It, I, I, I can't remember that well. I, I remember thinking it was all right. It's not. It's not terrible. It's all right. Which means if I'm saying it's not terrible, it's all right. It's probably fucking awful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, let's let's be honest there. Um, yeah. So, um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, it, it came at a time where, you know, Paul W.S. Anderson had done Mortal Kombat, which was, uh, at that point, probably the best-received um, video game film um, yet. Um, and... Yeah. Sorry? Yes, yeah, it was yeah. Me, yeah. Yeah, um, and it came at a time in the Resident Evil games where I think it was after 3, before 4... Maybe after Code Veronica as well, um, and it. So it was before. It was interesting. It was before Resident Evil became more action horror as opposed to survival horror um, in yeah. the games. But you see that that kind of way start like that kind of path in the game starting with this film here, because yeah. while there are elements of horror. Um, and you know, I mean, like the the opening sequence is pretty um, 
you know, you know, I mean, it's it's kind of sanitized for for a rating, but it is, you know, there, there's some kind of like oh, bloody hell kind of stuff in it, like the uh, the lift bit. Yeah. Um, yeah. You, you know, like the inevitability of that, and, and just like the whole drowning a load of people in the in the labs and get like just mass death around. Um, you know, it's it's definitely got those horror inflected sensibilities, but then it becomes more actiony as it goes on. And by the end of the film, where it's Mila Jovovich in Raccoon City pumping a shotgun, it pretty much sets the direction for where the rest of the series is going to go. There, I mean, what what, what did you think um, going back to it, Mark? Going back to Resident Evil, it, it, it's a film and as a series, a film series that uh, Bex really enjoys. So it, it, I've watched it quite a bit over the years. Resident Evil. Um, going back to it, it's. I mean, it's a weird way. It, it's it's aged certainly in a lot of ways. In the in the ways the CGI and everything like that, uh, uh, it looks. It's it's certainly shown its its age, but there's also a lot of really quite interesting bits in it. The fact that um, you've got the um, the music throughout it, uh, which is partially done by Marilyn Manson, uh, it isn't just um, the score isn't just music. There's actual there's sounds and there's noises, and it's it's done there to add atmosphere. And I remember watching a documentary um, about the music making of, of Resident Evil, talking to Marilyn Manson, and he said when they brought him on board, they said, we want you to do that. We, we just want you to do like a, a soundtrack for it. Um, and he stayed started saying, oh, what I'd like to do is I'd like to sort of watch the film and sort of come up with like bits and dark, little sound beats and do like, and almost do like a score for it. That's the entire movie is like one piece of music and have it. So it's, it's not just music, it's sound effects. And so a lot of it, the sound bits are actually part of the actual score, which is really quite, it's quite an interesting way to look at something. Um, it's it is very much sort of setting up a, a character. Um, it's strange going back to it now when you've watched all the other movies, though, um, because you do start to realise that although the the entire Resident Evil series was written by one guy, um, it, it, if you were to actually try and tie it all together, there's a lot of holes in there that aren't quite filled in, and a lot of things kind of just change, like. Like Paul W. Anderson hasn't actually watched any of the movies when he's written the next one, and then when he's written the next one, he hasn't watched it. I, <laughs> actually, I actually said on Twitter after watching the last one. I mean, we'll get to the last one, but it does kind of seem like he has literally read the synopses for the first five and then just gone ahead and written the sixth one. Like, yeah. it, it's it it's ridiculous. But I mean, the the story here is fine, and it's. I, I, I think it's budgetary, but it, it's contained. Um, yeah, and you know, there's not there's not a lot of sets. Um, there, you know, there's not really that much action. Um, I mean, you got what you got the corridor sequence, which, yeah. in all fairness, in shooting would have essentially been people jumping about. Yeah, there's, 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 it's and Paul. Has, has a habit of sort of kind of doing that a lot of time with it, with his action. It's very much they're very much set in a small space. He's had a habit of doing that across a lot of his films, uh, and that's what he's done here. It's it's kind of claustrophobic action, which which works quite well. It's it's quite effective. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I I, I agree with that. It, I I think it actually helps the story. It doesn't hinder it. It is one of those things where 
budget has actually probably contributed to a, a, a film's what there is of a film's success. Um, I mean, also you got Mila Jovovich, who is you know, a, a, a really solid action heroine in the later films, but in this one she doesn't get as much of that to do. But she does she does fine as the amnesiac woman who finds herself in the middle of this shit and has to try and keep up. Um, it, it, you know, I, I I think she does well there. I mean, arguably Michelle Rodriguez was probably the biggest star at the time. Um, I mean, yeah, absolutely. I mean, Michelle Rodriguez was coming off the back of Fast and Furious, wasn't she? Yeah, yeah, quite. So I mean, so it's you know, it's kind of interesting what what their roles are here. Also, Eric Mabius, where the fuck has he gone? Well, yeah, that, that's it. Because there was a, for a couple of years from what nineteen nine, where I think he was in, was in Cruel Intentions, or am I remembering that wrong? Um, you know, he was doing quite a lot. He was in one uh, of the Crow sequels, wasn't he? He was Crow Salvation, yeah. Yeah, that's right. He was actually the Crow in one of them. Um, and, 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 yeah, he's, he's done nothing. Yeah, he must. He, he must be a TV thing. The L word. He was in that for a while. Okay. And just yeah, just like. Is it that strange that cause I I would have oh no he was in he was in Ugly Betty for eighty five episodes oh okay fair enough all right um, a, a TV show that literally was literally everybody talked about for the first seven episodes and somehow ran for like four series despite the fact that I don't think anyone watched it yeah 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 um no I mean I mean he's he's fine he's a bit of a wet blanket but that's kind of what his character is right there's a point though right. Where you know he's he's handcuffed um, in front of him, right, or behind it. Anyway, he's handcuffed. Let's yeah. say, right, um, and he's been led around by Michelle Rodriguez doing her the, the face that's made her famous, the that sucking in yeah. and looking angry, and somebody who is so aching for people to think she's tough. Um, he's with her and another guy. And he's and every time I watch, it, I think, how does he get up there? He sat on one of the the big crates. Yeah. But it's way too high up for him to have just sat on it. So did they lift him up and put him up on there? They, they put him Why? on the step. He literally is. He's so high. He's like, did they have to lift him up? He's a big guy. <laughs> it's such a bizarre way for him to be sat. Mm. And it is like you can imagine that. Um, the 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 BOP or somebody was having this one's gone. I don't. Yeah, I want you stood there. I want you stood there. I want you sat on there, and no one's gone. How would I get up here? <laughs> oh, nobody cares. This is, <laughs> nobody I mean, cares. This, is, this is just the the kindling to the roaring fire that is Paul W S Anderson's <laughs> lack of care for anything that makes sense. You know, it's um, yeah, I, yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. What was it? The corridor bit. Great scene, great sequence, uh, used quite well throughout the entire thing. However, surely it is just more efficient. Efficient if I it know. just does the, 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 the square bit at the first place. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I mean, it's it's brilliant, but it is, it is like the Red Queen's just taking the piss though, which yeah, kind of does there. feed Colin... into the character of that thing. Yeah. Because what's his name? Colin Salmon wins. He beats it. He deserves to survive. Yeah. And then she acts like a dick. 
no, but I mean, that's it. I mean, it's just like, right, I'm going to make you do all this stuff. It's like a bleep test. Then at the yeah. end, it's like, oh, fuck it, I don't care. <laughs> you know, <it> just... <laughs> just loads of beeps. Yeah, yeah, no, exactly. Yeah, exactly. You know, it's, I, 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 but no, brilliant. And I mean, like the, uh, that, that the kind of slicing effects, I mean, that, you know, still looks good today, that, um, yeah 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 no it's uh it's you know very effective but that's the thing you've got that bit in maybe the first 20 to 30 minutes of the film and then you've got Mila Jovovich like karate kicking the dog which is great yeah um yeah and then you've got like the train bit at the end and then in between that you've got the odd bit of zombie action and well, then, a lot of it's just walking around. And then a lot of it is walking around and talking and, like, who's actually the bad guy here? And, you know, it's like, yeah, okay, it's James Pure. Of course it's James Purefoy. <laughs> yes, of course it is. You know, you know, um, even though I do, I like that, I do like his intentions, though, that he is basically a guy who just wants to give his woman what she wants but yeah. also like sell out everybody for a lot of money which again is a point which is completely obliterated by the events of the sick film i, I mean oh god yeah. we'll, we'll get to the sick film but it's like paul ws anderson forgot he even made this one um i uh, fucking hell um yeah but i i you know i think for for what it is it's a Good mid budget. It's a good mid budget action horror. Nothing more, nothing yeah. less. That's it. It's it, it's. Um, I mean, if we do it on our scale of what we do it uh, on, I, I think it's definitely not shit. Yeah, it, it, yeah. It's, it's not. It's it's still quite entertaining as well. One thing that I think is pretty consistent about the Resident Evil films is they they never outstay their welcome really. Oh, what's the, all... like, the longest one is what like ninety eight minutes or something. Exactly, yeah. They're all they're all between ninety two and ninety eight minutes, which which for these type of films is the perfect amount of time they're supposed to last. I mean, I think the fifth one is like seventy eight minutes before credits. The fifth one is really short. Um, and yeah. Yeah. No, it, it's. Yeah, no, absolutely. They don't. Yeah, they don't go on for like over two hours and try and be epic or anything. They're just in and out. Knows what it is. Done. Well, I think yeah, this and the the final one are the longest uh, of the movies, and this one's ninety six minutes. Yeah, about an hour forty. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, the shortest is actually Apocalypse at eighty nine minutes. The next one. The thing is, I think Retribution's actually got longer credits. I think it could do, yeah. Like, and, Retribution's and, 91 minutes. Yeah, like I, like, so, like Retribution, I swear there was like 10, 11 minutes left when that pocket went to credits. There is, because, because you know what wasn't it? was Afterlife, wasn't it, that used the same cameras as... Um, oh, as Avatar. As Avatar, which was actually in the fucking trailer. <laughs> oh, yeah, no, oh, okay. that, that was actually a selling point at the time, wasn't it? God, yeah. What a fucking weird time. We'll get um, to that later. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, absolutely. So, um, yeah, no, definitely not shit. Um, it's actually not, it kind of worth a revisit. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it would have been interesting to see what Romero would have done with this. Uh, sure. I, I, I don't think it would have lasted to six movies if Romero had touched it. It had just become, it would have been one, really, and that would have been it. <laughs> well, fuck, I mean, Romero managed to do three of the dead films while 
these films were going on. God fucking hell, Survival of the Dead was a thing, wasn't it? Survival of the Dead was a thing, yeah. Jesus. Land, Land of, I, I didn't like Land of the Dead, though. Land of the Dead is fine, man. Land of the Dead is yeah. is is perfectly decent. Diary of the Dead is a crock of fucking Oh, bollocks. yes. And yeah. Survival of the Dead, I bet... Was there a cow in Survival of the Dead? I think <laughs> there was a cow, yeah. Yeah, no, I seem to remember that. Fuck it. God, that is so weird that Romero actually made six of the Dead films. Yeah. Fucking Survival. hell. Survival of the Dead. That's a fucking terrible movie. No, yeah, that... Oh, God. I, mean, I think that's a terrible movie. Oh, Diary of the Dead. So fucking, fucking remember seeing that in the cinema and being really excited, and then that was what that was. I don't know. Maybe maybe I'll rewatch it sometime. But anyway, um, I've fuck it. Can you imagine? I mean, because that film was very in full of technology at the time. Can you imagine yes. how outdated that fucker is going to be now? Oh God, yes. Because it's all like YouTube, YouTube shit, like that, and Facebook and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah cool. Just very strange. We were just talking about George Romero. It's actually his birthday today. Oh well, uh, you know I. I'd just bless him, but why did he have to go and do that? Yeah, that, that's it. He's, yeah, he's one of those, isn't it? He's, he's made some great and fantastic movies, and then he made some just, yeah, some just not. Have we ever talked about Night Riders on the show? Yeah, we did. We really covered it, didn't we? We did our George Romero marathon. We fucking did as well, didn't we? Jesus Christ, that, was, that must have been a long time ago. That was a while ago. It was one of our early ones, that one. Yeah, fucking hell. Right, anyway, right. Let's carry on. Resident yes. Evil Apocalypse 2005. Four. 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 Yeah. Four. Okay. Directed by Alexander Witt, who's yeah. like a second unit director of note. Um, yes. Uh, but he's um, stepped up behind the camera here. Written by Paul W.S. Anderson, the first of the two films that he didn't actually direct. Um, and starring Mila Jovovich, Sienna Gilroy, um, yep. Jared Harris, who I forgot yeah, was in this. I forgot he was in it. Um, yeah. Um, fucking. Um, is Ian Glenn in this one? No. No, yes. he's in, oh, he, yeah, he's in it towards the end, isn't he? Yeah, very briefly. Yeah, yeah, okay. Um, and, um, oh, fucking Mike Epps, is that his name? Um, yes. He's in this. I'm doing this from memory. Um, and others. Order, fair. Oh, that's right. Yeah, no, he is in this, isn't he? Um, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, so... Uh, this is basically the, the virus is now out in Raccoon City, um, yeah. and uh, Ch- Doctor Charles Ashford, who is the inventor of the T virus for this one, <laughs> um, <laughs> um, is yeah. is kind of ferried out of Raccoon City, but his daughter Angela is uh, still within uh, within the city's boundaries. He makes a deal with Alice, um, find his daughter, and he'll um, get her safe passage out of Raccoon City. Uh, she teams up with Mike Epps' character, Sienna uh, G- uh, Gilroy's Jill Valentine, and um, Oded Fez, and Carlos Oliveira, is that his name? That's the right name, yeah. Yeah, okay, good stuff. And, uh, yeah, goes on from there. So... Resident Evil Apocalypse. Um, they've obviously got a bigger budget 
Um, yeah. You know, so there is wider scope. Um, oh, and they're being uh, tracked by um, a nemesis, which is an umbrella created thing, which is basically looking to kill all the good guys. And yeah. nemesis may have a connection to what well, may be one of the cat. It's the guy, it's the wet guy from the first one. You know, Eric Mabius, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's, a, it's, it's not Eric Mabius in the costume, though, is it? Cause no. We, no, no, because no, what would be the point of that? It's like literally an eye. Right, first off, love the fact that Nemesis is a practical costume. Hate the yeah. fact that it kind of looks shit. Um, I, don't, <laughs> I don't think he looks very good. He, do, he, he, he doesn't look that threatening, does he? No. It, he, he looks... He looks a little bit like you'd imagine one of Donald Trump's party thinks that a gay bouncer looks. That's a very specific example. I like it. I it's like true it. when you think about it. It does. It, it's, it, 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 it's, there are a few, and I know that it's based on a computer game, so they've got to take it from the computer game. But throughout the entire series, there are a few of the, the bad guy characters that you look at and go... You're not threatening. You just look weird. Mm. You just look weird. Mm. You look like you're out of one of those crap new metal uh, bands videos. Well, this was a time of new metal. It was a time of new metal, yeah. Uh, I believe that um, the Evanescence, uh, the band, are actually in this movie uh, as zombies. Oh, no, no, infected. They're not zombies. They're all supposed to be infected. Okay, all right, fine. Um... Yeah, I mean, this one of the things that I like about the Resident Evil films is that they do switch things up a lot. Um, you know, yes. you, you've got a change of locales. Um, uh, you know, a, a cha- it's not the kind of the overall T virus stuff is the same thing over again, but the actual specifics of the stories aren't really the same thing over again an awful lot. May, maybe that does creep in later on, but. Certainly, this is very different from the first. Is very different, uh, and the second is very different from the third. The third different from the fourth, um, and I appreciate that about this. This is a mission film. This is mm. we have got a something to get, and then we have to get that thing out. It's Resident Evil's Escape From film. Escape From, yeah, it is absolutely. Um, you know, it's Escape From Raccoon City essentially. Um, yes, uh, but. I, I I mean Sienna Gilroy is the fucking worst. Um yes. I, everything about her is bad. Yes, it, the the achingly uh, early noughties outfit she's wearing uh, is, is just you look at it going, do you know what? That's that's so impractical for everything you could be doing right now. It is I think it basically is the costume that the character wears in uh Resident Evil 3 Nemesis. Um It is indeed, yeah. You know, so I, I there there is that. But she looks out of place. Like right mm. from the start, that intro of her in the police station, it's just like yeah. what the fuck is this? She, she yet she seems in in, in in a, a a world where we're watching a film where by a virus has been let loose by a global uh, mega power, uh, and you have a bunch of um, mutants running around, she seems almost cartoonish in this in the start of this movie, yeah. and like you're going, do you know what? I don't believe she's real. It's like <laughs> it's like Last Action Hero where. 
It is. Yes. She, you know, she is Arnold Schwarzenegger in the real world in Last Action Hero, where it's just like, yeah. How, how does anyone? Act- police cop. Yeah, it's for that police captain to shout um, Valentine like he does Slater in every single trailer yeah. for Last Action Hero. Yeah, no, no, exactly. Yeah, um, I, 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 I don't know. It, it's she's really, really rough in this, and she's... she doesn't get any better. Um, <laughs> yeah, but um, yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, like Oded Fair and Mike Epps, I think have a good little different energies thing going on. Um, I, I quite. I quite enjoy the two of them. Uh, yeah, I, 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 don't, I always quite enjoy Lord of Fair. I think he, he's, he's always quite... He's quite a charismatic guy to sort of spend time with. He, he, seems like he, he seems like he'd be a good pint. Yeah, no, 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 for sure, for sure. Um, and, uh, yeah, I mean... I don't know. There's just... I, I don't have an awful lot to say about this one, to be honest. Do, do you know why you don't have an awful lot to say about this one? Because hmm. it's a bit crap. Yeah, no, I mean, it, it just... There's not it's really... Not- it's a lot of stock characters with one of the main people being killed off every 15, 20 minutes or so. Um, and then the, the ending is this weird, she gets through to nemesis and then he turns on umbrella and what? And then, and then you've got the ending, which is the first of like, three or four endings in a row where they set up something to happen in the next one. And then, you just, and then it's, it's almost like there was supposed to be one in between. Yeah. And then there wasn't. And then they just skip straight. It's like there should actually be nine of these films. Yeah. But there's only six and they just cut out every other one. Yeah. You know, because that, the, I mean, skip, skip to the end. The ending of this film sets up quite an interesting third one where there's a traitor in their midst, but it's the lead. And, y- yep. you know, like, that is that is an interesting idea. Dropped. Dropped. Just gone. You know, I mean, the, the third one, oh, God. I mean, I, I'm skipping ahead slightly, but this is just an overall point. The end of the third one and the start of the fourth one, like... Uh, you know, Alice was going to go and meet them all, but then she just, like, rocks up in oh. Tokyo with all her crew. I mean, I suppose there is there is a continuation aspect there, but uh, but then the fourth to the fifth one, um, fucking, what even happens at the end of the fourth one? I only watched it, like, end Thursday. Of the fourth, end of the fourth one is, um, it is, uh, White House one. Isn't that the end of the fifth one? That's in the fifth one. The fourth one is... Oh, they go to... Uh, what is it? Arcadia. Oh, they're on the ship? On the ship. Okay, yeah. so then you've got and that. Then and then the fifth it. one then, literally plays out what happened over a credit sequence, and then it's into a completely different fucking film. And then the fifth one to the sixth one... Yep. It, it genuinely feels like you've missed a film. Yes. It, it is. It, 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 there's, the, the continuation within these movies is 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 bad. And I, I don't know. I mean, it's just I, I, I don't know. We'll we'll get we'll get to the other ones. But yeah, I mean, I don't know. I don't like I say. I don't have an awful lot to say about this one. Very forgettable. No. 
I think I, I think it's 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 shit. I think it's it's my least favorite. It's my second least favorite. <laughs> it is indeed, isn't it? Yes. <laughs> okay, so let's do it then. Um, Resident Evil Apocalypse, directed by Russell Mulcahy. Oh. Uh, Extinction. Extinction. Sorry. I uh, yes, I get the two mixed up. Uh, directed by Russell Mulcahy, 2007. Yeah. Yeah. It's the yeah. It's the year I started working at the cinema. This was this was playing just as I started working there. I remember that. Um, so uh, this one has a lot of returning cast, but um, you also add in Ali Lata and <laughs> um, Spencer Loke or Locke as Kmart. Okay, I'll take my side on that. <laughs> I, I mean, like seriously, that scene where it's just like you know. I didn't like my old the... lane. I'm not, no, uh, I just thought I'd start again. Uh, yeah, and it, yeah. So I, I, the family of Kmart, so I'm called Kmart. It's like, right, okay, that's an, it's an interesting story idea. But then when in the next movie when they're shouting Kmart, Kmart, it's like, oh please, it's that's it stopped having any fucking meaning at all. Now it's just it's just like nails on a fucking chalkboard. Agreed. So story in this one um the t-virus has um dried up the world yeah. which is impressive uh, it's because it's killed all life forms not just human life it's killed all life forms which of course has meant that that because there's all the life forms there everything is starting to dry out there we go so um essentially it gives them an excuse to do resident evil mad max um yes which is, I actually think is okay. I'm not going to disagree with you. Yeah. Um, I don't hate this one. I really actually quite like it. Yeah. Um, I gave it two and a half on Letterboxd. I'm kind of tempted to bump it up. Oh. I think I, I, I'd have that as a three. It, it, it ups the, the kind of the ridiculousness a little bit in this one. The fact is... She, she's now got powers. And I quite like the fact that she's got powers mm-hmm. that she can use. Um, I like all of the, the kind of ridiculousness of it all. I like the fact that it's set in the desert. It's a different kind of setting. And that she's, by this one, she's embraced her badassery. So she's very much on board with the fact that I'm a badass. Yeah, I mean, um, and they, they, they drop the whole amnesiac, like, who am I, yeah. what's my story kind of thing, which they kind of bleed in it back into it later on. And this one is a, is a straight action film. Yeah, and, and as well, they they upgrade her, did you know, in this one. So she, she's not, she, she's now, she when she recounts what she used to do, she used to be head of security for the Hive. And it's like, we only watched this two movies ago. You were head of security. Stop yeah. making yourself sound like you're more important. You essentially were stationed at an access point for the hive. You weren't head of security, you fibber. Well, fucking hell, dude. By the end of the, the fucking franchise, she's the head of the corporation. So, yeah. I know. It's insane. Yeah, she know, got, she's, she got some good promotions she, through this franchise. She's bullshit away at the top, aren't she? <laughs> um, <laughs> um, yeah, no. It's fucking... God's sake, Paul W. S. Anderson! What the fuck? <laughs> I love it. I but <laughs> I, I, yeah. it, it, it's a great. This is it. No, it's not. It's Russell O'Connor in there. No, no, but I mean, like he wrote it. You know, I just, he wrote I, it. Yeah, I, I have. I have a weird respect for a man who just does not give a fuck about his own continuity with a franchise where you imagine 
the big fans of Resident Evil probably are fuming about the continuity in this. But he's yeah. just like, fuck it, I just want to do this. So he's, can, he's never played a Resident Evil game, has he? No, it seem like if, it. You, if you sat him down and went and, and said, have you ever played a Resident Evil game? He'd go, a what? A Resident Evil game? Are they based on games? Yeah, yeah. I was wondering oh, what Capcom was. Yeah. We just need to Google it. What? <laughs> oh, fuck. I thought I invented this. <laughs> yeah. I'm sure I I'm sure I wrote all of these. Oh, that's funny. Uh, but, uh, no, I mean... Is that, did I, is it, have you played the games? Yes, love. Oh, just me then. Because, I mean, that, that's... Yeah, no, cool. I mean, that, that's... Because that's the weird thing about the, these films, though. The first one... You know, T-Virus, Raccoon City, Umbrella, that was kind of all it had to do with with the games. Yeah. And then the second one brings in a couple of characters, and then this one kind of backs away from that, even though you have got Chairman Wesker. One of the worst characters in, in, in movie history. <laughs> right, yeah, okay. So, Wesker... He's not in this one much. No. And Ian Glenn is the main antagonist in this one. That's that's fair to say, isn't it? Yeah. So. Dr. Sam Isaacs, the um, who is under Wesker's control in this movie. In this movie. Yeah. No, we've got we've got to keep an eye on that, haven't we? He is yes. Chairman Wesker in this. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and he's just like the head scientist who's gone a little bit rogue. Yeah. Now, I also big fan of the rogue scientist choosing his hiding spot to essentially be on the roof of one of the buildings in the area that um, Mila Jovovich is in. That yeah. little domey thing. Even though I do like the the, the like the whole. They're watching her through the thing, and then they actually like, like, like where she going, where she's going, and it's like, oh shit, she's coming right for us. Like, I, 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 <laughs> yeah. I thought that was that was quite a cool little. Uh, little it was. It was quite nice. Uh, where's she gone? Where's she gone? Oh god, she's here. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, solid reveal. Um, zombie crows, not bad. Um, yeah. I, I I like the zombie crows. Um. Yeah. Alec Kmart, rubbish. Ali Lata, I like how seriously she's taking it. I'm not sure. So seriously. So seriously. I mean, I'm not sure whether she's any good, but I admire her schutzpah. Yes, absolutely. You know, she's she's really, like, yeah, going into it. Um, And you know what? I'm sad that they killed off Mike Epps and Oded Fair. Yeah, yeah. I, I could have, I could have done with them being in it a bit more. Ashanti, I'm not so bothered about. Oh God. Um. Yeah, I, I, I think they could just irritate everybody. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I wouldn't doubt that. I did like the fact that it was like, right, the two black characters in the film. Of course, we got to have them be together. Yes, of course. You know, I just. Absolute horseshit. But um, I, I I enjoyed a guy who can merely tell what uh, things uh, what are in cans just by shaking them. Oh, he was solid. Yeah. Yeah. He's a good. He, he, he's. Do you know what? This. I'm gonna go out on a limb a little bit on this. This is a solid genre pick. Yeah. 
Yeah, no, uh, yeah, I'm I'm going to upgrade my letterbox. It is a solid. If this was not connected to any of the other films, I think it would actually still stand up. And uh, yeah, I, I I think it would do as well. Yeah, is it this one or is it the next one where when she's having the battle scene with um, what's his name, Isaac's, and he can start, he can predict what she's gonna do, what moves she's gonna make. Oh, the the predictive combat software. Yeah, that's the last one, bud. Is it? Was the last one? Yeah, oh. like where where like she like like she she's gonna go for the thing, and then he's like. Yeah. Saying, oh, you're going to go for that, aren't you? Or are you going to go that, for that? Is that the last one? Was that, was that I'll that... tell you, none of them it... will work. Yeah, that's I, the last I, I, one, but... Is it? Fucking, I watched all these in like a day, so... No, I'm <laughs> trying to... I'm trying... This was, this was a treadmill film for me. Um, yeah. I'm trying to remember how it, how it ended. It is a fight between them because he has some t virusy stuff going on oh that's right yeah. they have that fight in like the training facility so like where all the other alices are being trained and then they're in the corridor and he gets sliced up of course yes yes yeah it's like, it's like you can't kill me <laughs> and yeah. she sort of laughs and says meh and then he gets sliced up mm-hmm. And it stops just before her yeah, just it? Yeah. before he gets oh, her yeah. that's it yeah 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 and that's and that's other alice it's we thought she was dead, Alice. That, that, that stops it. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, the, the the one who was doing all right and then ended up dying anyway. And yeah, 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 yeah. Because yeah. I, I do enjoy Millie's reactions whenever she she encounters another Alice. It is she reacts like people react. Of, why the fuck is that me? Why the fuck am I naked? And why have I just died in my own arms? <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, and which which is interesting because the whole. A massive plot point around the last one is how people how people react to seeing clones of themselves. She kind of takes it in her stride after a minute. Yeah. Ian Glenn does not. No, he doesn't. He's pissed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's pissed. He's clones pissed. Everyone's pissed. Yeah, yeah. Um, no, yeah, no. I mean, that's the thing. And you know, the ending breaks it away from the desert landscape. It's like, right, okay, we've had about an hour, hour and a quarter of this desert landscape. It's probably about enough of that. Let's have something different. You know, it, it paces well, itself well. What I'd say is, is, why do you need that many Alice clones? It's like they're, they're literally supposed to show you like thousands. But when he's doing the experiments, he goes, bring out number 85. Yeah. Thinking, if you've only got to 85, why have you got a cabinet with thousands in it? Two at a time. Well, no, they, they made they made just a, seems... they made ten thousand, and they're down to number eighty-five. Is that what it is? But there's still loads. Which looks? Fuck, I don't Which know. Looks at, the, at the end, there's there's, there's, there's there's so many. It's a little bit like making batches. Well, Do like a hundred at a time. Don't make thousands at once. That's just. It's just pointless. You're, well, you're it, wasting money, and quite literally, your customers are eating themselves outside. Well, yeah, I mean, this is this comes to one of the one of the things that really came to mind in in the last couple of films. I must say, you know how that person um, works out how long that the the runway had to be for the end of Fast and Furious Six. Yes, I really want someone to work out how much Umbrella must have spent on all the technology in these films. Oh, it, 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 it's billions. I mean, I was thinking I mean about, what's, what's more, like, trillions? What is more trillions. than trillions? It could, it, it, I don't think there is more than trillions, is there? 
Because I, I, I think Umbrella are there. I was thinking, I'm thinking, you know, yeah, that's, a, that's an awful lot of money. Could any one corporation get that much money? And then it comes out that Apple just made $78 billion last quarter. <laughs> but the thing is, and it they're go, selling things. Yeah. Apple sell things. Umbrella, <laughs> this virus comes out. What, I mean, I, that, I mean the, the last film reveals what the ultimate purpose of it was, but... Well, yeah, but before that, they did sell kind of consumer goods, didn't they? Yeah, I mean, yeah, no, exactly, you know, it's just... I mean, I just, I don't know, the, the, how much they can spend on this shit fucking staggers me. It is, it is insane, isn't it? And... All through these films, it's they keep on doing this stuff to continue studying the virus. And in the last one, it's like, well, they just wanted the virus to go out there so they could just burn the world and start again. It's like, that's yeah. not what your previous five films were saying. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. Um, yeah, but no, I mean, it's it's fun, paced well, looks good. Yep. Yeah. Looks nice, yeah. Yeah, for me, it's a definite shit. I I think it's the strongest of them all. I think it does look really good. Yeah, I'll I'll upgrade it. I I and we need to talk through one of them before I decide my final placings. I think, but yeah, I'm going to go definitely not shit as well. Nice. Yeah, good girl. <laughs> on your favourite not speaking of which Resident Evil Afterlife 2010, directed by Paul W S Anderson, stars Mila Jovovich, Ali Lata, um. Others. Who's in this one? Uh, Wentworth Miller's in there. Yeah, uh, he is, uh, isn't he? That's right. Kim Coates is in Kim there. Co- oh, Kim Coates is in this. Yes, he is. Kim Coates is so in this. Yeah, no, he's he's massively in this. Um, See that uh, Gilroy comes back into it very briefly. Oh, uh, yeah, Boris Codjoy, is that his name? Joy, yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah. Sean Roberts uh, replaces, uh, comes in for his first stint as Wesker. That's right, yeah, he wasn't the one in the third one, was he? Right, Resident Evil Afterlife is still terrible. <laughs> I, I like, I was violently opposed to it the first time I watched it. I think there was a Cinerama. Um, there back, there back was the a Cinerama. Was there also a... Did you cover it up here on us? Maybe. I, I, yeah, mate. I think you, should, you definitely spoke about on Heroes. I'm going to you speak about on Heroes. Yeah, okay, that, that sounds about right. Um, But... Yeah, okay. Um, if this film was fully in full speed, it would be an hour long. Um, <laughs> it's, yeah. it's fucking... I mean, the thing is, I with the fullness of time, you could understand why why Anderson was doing this stuff. It's, we've got this tech, yeah. we've got a budget, let's rinse the shit out of this. And yeah, I, I fair enough. They got like an extra twenty million, didn't they, just for putting it in a three D? Yeah, I mean, well, I mean, like at the time, the numbers would have made sense, though. Like, give them extra budget to do it in three D, and like get some extra effects. It will make yeah. X amount more because of it, you know. And I, you know, I see. And, and fair play, the franchise has done over a billion worldwide. You know, they've all none of them have not made money. They've all made a pretty consistent amount of money. I think this this was the this was the most successful. I think. Yeah, I I I, so we, I, I think you're right. Um, it, it was a uh, sixty million budget, so the second highest budget uh, of any of the uh, films uh, worldwide. Two hundred ninety six million. Yeah, there you go. Like nearly five times its budget. Fair, I mean, yeah. you know, fair play. I mean, it's a nice little cottage industry that they had going, but it just. I, yeah. 
less than 300 million on six movies uh, with a as it stands uh, box office gross of over a, a billion that's that's you know, the way it, man yeah you know when you look at that uh, what what would it um, what did the last bond cost 270 like million 250 260 yeah, yeah. yeah and that made it just cost a billion or did it just miss a billion it missed a billion I'm pretty sure Spectre... Skyfall yeah, so you've got, had a billion, but I think Spectre missed it. Skyfall did a billion, yeah. So you've got that there. You're looking at that. That is, you know, it's about the same numbers of a six movies as you get from a one-off movie. Yeah. But, of course, you know, it, it may sound like, well, yeah, but then that's six movies it took them to get to that. But you've also got six movies worth of um, TV rights, yeah. six movies worth of home video rights and things like that. So, you know, you could probably add another three, four hundred million out of that. It's an incredibly profitable little series they've had going. Yeah, no, no, exactly. Uh, but, I mean, I, I mean, for me, the trouble starts with this one where the opening sequence feels like it takes 20 minutes and it's a slow-mo of a Japan street and the camera panning up a zombie woman. Yeah, it takes a long time to go. It's it's Paul W. S. Anderson trying to be arty mm-hmm. and thinking that this is oh look at this there's rain, there's neon, there's colour, it's set in Asia. Oh, look at how much autoristic fucking pomp I've got going on. It's like, no mate. It's not. It's just another Resident Evil movie. Yeah. Um, even though... Bravo for trying. No, no, exactly. No, exactly. And I'm sure the rain looked really nice in 3D. I, I saw it in 3D yeah. back in the day. I couldn't tell you a thing about it, but I did. Um, but I might... I think pretty much the only positive I really have to say for the film is I like the score. Um, I think the Tom and Andy score is, is effective enough. And I even quite like the A Perfect Circle remix at the end, which they used heavily in the trailer as well. I think it it matches the tone of the film and what they're going for, and it it it, I, it works for me. The rest of it does not aggressively. I, yeah, I, it's <laughs> it's a really strange movie. It's so ridiculous um, that you're watching it going. I know that what this film is what it is, but why is it this ridiculous? I I, I love the fact that Kim Coates feels like he's from a different movie. No, I mean like uh, Kim Kim Coates is is just right. This is a shitty action horror film. I'm a sleazy Hollywood producer. Yep. Okay. Cool. Go. Cool. Yeah. Do you want to wait, wait, do you want, do you want, do you want to look at the script? No. Yeah. No. Can't need, need a script. I've got a Ron Jeremy moustache. I'm ready to go. <laughs> yeah. And it's not even explained at the end why he looks like shit. <laughs> Looking good. I'm fine. I thought, yeah, because I... What? Yeah, no, they don't explain it. I mean, the inference <laughs> is he got bit or something, but he's just become Wesker's bitch all of a sudden. Yeah. <laughs> you imagine? I want a deleted scene that that's that conversation. Like, Kim Coates <laughs> lands sees Wesker and it's like what how does that conversation go Wesker's just like I see you're not Alice yeah I I constantly walk around like this like I'm floating and I'm doing the impression of, of Mr. Smith 
It's just it's his his character is just uh, anytime Alice is in front of him, she should just be going. I'm sorry, you just look ridiculous. Could you play? You're not threatening. You just you look silly. You look so silly. I mean, Why are you always wearing sunglasses? You're not fucking bother. The shot where he sat on that chair and then the two dogs <laughs> come out. Yeah. And, and then that whole bit happens. I it just yeah. fucking hell, man. You know, you know, you know, you get you get people who don't quite get existence, don't quite get life, but are rich and they'll self-finance their own album. Like someone's kid, like 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 one of Trump's kids would self-finance their own album. That would be the cover of it. Would be them sat like that with two fucking dogs at either side, looking. That is somebody who thinks they look really fucking cool. Yeah, that's a good shout. <laughs> I, I, it, it's. And this this yes. is all. This is also the start of the Great Wesker tradition of jabbing something in Mila Jovovich's neck. Yeah. Uh, which is uh, which is wonderful. I it this. The thing is, it's all over the place. Like the story, that the plot bounces about between locations, like an ADD adult child. Yeah. Um, the whole Chris and Claire Redfield thing. The fact is, at one point when they first announced it, and they're all stood there, I was saying to Bex, "Surely he can see her. He's looking out yes. through the window thing. Surely he can see her." And then it's revealed that. Alice steps away from her and she stood there and he's like, Claire? It's like, she won't stood there a second ago. <laughs> she moved. He could have seen her. You know, you, you, you make out noticeable faces from that distance. And it, it, the whole, I know a way out of here. I know a way out of here. All right, let me out. Okay, we're going to let him out. Then let him out. And then he just goes, oh yeah, if you open that, there's a big fucking vehicle in there you can use. It's like, that's not a way out. That's not a way out. <laughs> That's a big vehicle that they don't even use. Uh, yeah, which they don't even use. I... And, <sighs> explain to me, right, there's an armoury in the basement. All right. Oh, it's down there. You know, the, thing, the thing's flooded. All right. So how do we get down? Where is it? It's right down at the bottom. All right. Right down at the bottom. Yeah, we've got to swim down there. And then British Tits comes in and says, well, I used to be a swimmer in high school. It's like, right, we don't call it high school. But anyway, yeah, of course you can come because you used to be a swimmer in high school, which means that you can hold your breath for a really long time and come and get all these weapons. Then they swim down and then manage to swim back up again to a bit that hasn't flooded for no reason at all. And then when they get trapped in there, they go, oh, get out through that. Mm. Why are you going through that? <laughs> there's that. And there's also a tradition which kind of continues actually through the films from this point of zombies or monsters somehow managing to creep up on someone behind them. Yeah. You know, which does bother me, actually. Just, it's like, no, I'm sorry, they make loads of noise usually. They, they're they not ninjas. They can't yeah. do that. Fuck off. Um, I, the big yeah. guy. Sorry? The big guy with his, his, his axe thing. Yeah, oh, the executioner. Yeah, who I think... W- I think think was from resident evil 4 um yes yeah um again whatever <laughs> yeah. but I, I mean yeah, I, uh, the thing is this one's just not really any fun 
it's, it is ploddy. It's, it is, it's hard work. It should be. The story, it should be a, a better film. But it's not. Because the thing is, the third one is a fun genre piece. The fifth one throws everything up in the air and just goes, fuck it, it's a video game. I don't care anymore. Yeah. This one is really, really trying to take itself seriously. Really, really badly wants to be serious and cool and can't yeah. really manage it, even though I like the score. Um, yeah, I, uh, uh, it's not very good, is it? I, Ali Lata is amnesiac, feral woman, really bad. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and yeah, Sienna Gilroy rocks up with the fucking chest thingy. And, yeah, uh, right, and, 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 and yeah, this one, this one's a bit shit. Let's be honest, but right. Starting with the lack of continuity, right, that runs throughout this, Sir Gilroy's costume at the end of this movie is different to the one that she's wearing at the beginning of the next movie, and all she's done is jump out of a plane. <laughs> and they're different. It, 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 it literally it is like... Why? That's amazing. Why are they different? You know, it, it, it's not like... It, it's not even that big a difference. It's just like, no, why are they different? And it bugs the shit out of me. Oh, God. I... Absolute horseshit. It's not good. And it, I, I, it just, it doesn't want to actually have any fun with itself. Wentworth Miller is. I, I mean, Wentworth Miller seems like he immediately regretted signing on to do it. Yeah, no, totally. I mean, he doesn't come back, you know. Um, I mean, the, the man's a lifetime MVP for me for writing Stoker. You know, it, like he's. Well, apparently, I, I remember reading a thing uh, where he was he was talking about um, the making of, uh, of, of this Resident Evil movie and was saying about when he got. When he got taken on, it was after um, Prison Break had finished. Mm. Um, and they actually, they said, if you do the Resident Evil movies, uh, and he was going to do a couple, uh, we'll give you the the money um, to make one of these screenplays you've written. Uh, and I think it was actually, originally it was a screenplay for what's going to be the uh, Disappointments Room. Uh, which I think did it come out last year or is yeah, it coming it out this year? In the US, it did. Yeah. Yeah, uh, I think it was that script that were actually giving money, and he was going to make it. But then he had a bit of a after this film came out, he had a bit of a mental breakdown. Oh wow. Uh, yeah, and uh, have you ever seen those images uh, of him where they say um, celebrities who piled on the pounds, and it, there's a picture of him and he looks really quite fat. Oh really? Uh, like walking around. Yeah. Uh, he wrote like a. A, a, a blog post about it was saying that he he essentially he he became a recluse and he became a comfort eating recluse and all he did was was eat essentially um, to kind of help with his really bad uh, depression that he had uh, and that's why he didn't end up making any more of the Resident Evil movies was because he he didn't he wouldn't essentially venture out of the house uh, and one of the few times he did get ventured out of the house the paparazzi took all these photos and talked about how fat he'd got. And that he, you know, he'd just been sat there living on his prison break money and getting fat. 
and it wasn't. It was the bat, you know, complete mental fucking breakdown. Is, uh, um, th- th- isn't there like a, a, a new prison break that he's in? Yeah. Though, so it kind of seems like maybe he's. Yeah, got, and then got his I think he, he. I didn't know that. Okay. Yeah. He, he wrote um, he wrote Stoker and sent that off, but it was it was bouncing around and no one was using it. He did it, it under a different uh, name, didn't he? He did it under a different yeah. name, yeah. Um, and it wasn't until um, Patrick and Wood kind of got hold of it and went, "This is brilliant! I'm making this." That it, it, they started saying, "Right, we need to we need to out the fact that it that it's you." <laughs> um, and now we, yeah, he's going to be in prison break again. He's, he's he's written a couple of the movies that are getting made, and you know. It's all coming back, but yeah, apparently the, it was the, the reason why he did return was because he he, he wasn't mentally fit to. Oh, fair enough. All right. Well, I mean, he's he's awful in this, but he's not great enough. It doesn't make me feel good saying it. Um, but yeah. Um, but he, he admits that he's terrible at it. No, fair enough. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Um. Definitely shit. Yeah. Um. But like I say, maybe it's just because I don't get as angry about films as I used to. Um. That. It like I, I didn't find it insulting, and maybe it's just in the context of these films where they just they kind of are what they are. Um, I'm kind of comfortable with them as they are. Um, it was like Fast and Furious. Really fucking did not like Fast and Furious when it came out. That film's still rubbish, but I don't hate it with a passion. Like you know, it's um, I don't know. There's other shit in the world to fucking direct that kind of anger at anyway. So, um. Right, 2012's Resident Evil Retribution. Yeah. Um, so this introduces um, a couple of characters from the first Resident Evil, Barry Burton and Leon S. Kennedy. Um, yeah. And then doesn't really do anything with them. The guy who plays <laughs> Barry Burton's fun, though. Who? What's that guy's name? He is uh, Kevin Durand. Yeah, yeah. yeah, Kevin Durand. I like. Kevin I like Durand. him in this. I, I think he's great in this. I, I could have done with more of him. Yeah, yeah. The fact that he's just enjoying it all so much, you know, you yeah. don't get that a lot in these films. <laughs> the fact that he literally says that at one point as well. Yeah. When they say, "Come on, come with us," like, "No, nah, I'm gonna sit back here." Why? I'm kind of enjoying it. <laughs> and that's after he's he's just had his face ripped off nearly. <laughs> I, I like Kevin Durant. That whenever I've seen him in anything, he's always been—he's always a guy that I wish would be in more. <laughs> yeah, I agree with that. And uh, yeah, I mean he's good here. I mean, um, the guy who plays Leon is a a wet blanket, frankly. Even though I do yeah. like the little moment he has with Ada Wong at the end, where he like puts his hand on her knee and then she just looks at him like, "What the what the fuck's that?" Um, yeah. yeah, that's quite entertaining. Yeah, um, is it Fan Bing Bing or Lee Bing Bing? Bing Bing, Bing, yeah. Bing Bing. There is a fan Bing Bing, isn't there? I think there is a fan Bing Bing. Yeah, yeah. okay. Um, yeah, so she's Ada Wong. What's happening in this one? Um, there's a they're, back- a test, they're, they're a training testing facility, aren't they? Yeah, okay. So there's a backwards sequence at the start, which... Reveals, yeah, which makes no sense. <laughs> yeah, which, yeah, with uh, a costume non-continuity, which explains what yep. happened after the end of the fourth one and what basically happened was you know that we had all these characters who were around at the end of the fourth one and we needed to find an easy way to not have any of them be in this one this is what happened um yep. so yeah because ali Lata's not in this one is she 
No, I don't think so. No, Spencer Locke's gone, um, never to return. So, uh, yeah. Uh, Alice finds herself in a umbrella training facility. Um, Wesker has to try, is, is now on her side for some reason, um, even though he was dead. Um, and, oh God, I watched this on Friday. Um, what the fuck happened? They, they, uh, Wesker's on her side with, um, with Ada with Wong. With Ada Wong, yeah. Against the Red they Queen. Have got, against the Red Queen, and they've got to get out of the facility, uh, the training facility, and meet up with, uh, um, and people he sent to the side we're going to meet them halfway. Yeah. And then they're going to go, and then they're going to bomb the training facility. The training facility that essentially reboots itself all of the time and has loads of clones, different clones coming in that play these characters within it, yet all of the buildings get blown up. Mm-hmm. And cars get destroyed. I imagine there is one really fucking pissed off carpenter that works there that's like going every day. Mm-hmm. Every fucking day I have to rebuild this town. <laughs> So this one is Paul W.S. Anderson basically going, right, this one's going to be the one that is a video game. Yes. There are levels. Yeah, there are levels, and there are bosses in those levels. Yeah. Um, Yeah. And it also gives an opportunity to bring people back, um, which is weird. For no reason. Yeah, no, I mean... It it literally is is Resident Evil going, how well's your career gone? Oh, want to come back? Yeah, because I mean, this was this was Michelle Rodriguez. Um, where in the Fast films was this? The same year as no, the year after no, two years. Fucking hell, two years after Fast Five. Yeah. So. In between, in between Fast Five, which she wasn't in, but it was actually before Fast and Furious Six. Yeah, so it's kind of like the the coming back of Michelle Rodriguez slightly yeah. started here but you've got yes. colin salmon coming back as well which is fun yeah um even though he is just bad guy um <laughs> yeah. you know you know they don't even like try and repeat the corridor bit with him the corridor doesn't rock up in this one does it i think the lasers rock up but not in a corridor okay because they're in the first one they're in the third one and they're in the sixth one i think the the corridor yeah. So, yeah. Um, I quite enjoy this. Um, I do. It's, it, 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 it's a, it, the fact that it's so computer gamey and different levels and different worlds, um, it, it, it adds to it and it, it gives it... The action's really good in it as well, I think, um, to be honest. Um, there's a lot going on. That's it. There is a lot going on. It's constantly bouncing around from place to place, except unlike Afterlife, there are things happening. Um, yeah. You know, it doesn't have... Uh, speaking of Afterlife, very quickly, the Mila Jovovich talking to the camera for no fucking reason bits because it oh, basically yeah. needs exposition because there aren't any other characters about. Fuck it. Um, yeah. Yeah, no, don't like she, 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 Again, she says, I don't even know who I'm making these videos for. There's people watching it. That's who you're making it for. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, no, exactly. Uh, so... Where's she charging it in that biplane? Mm. Where's she charging it? <laughs> yeah, you have to wonder. Um, <laughs> I, know, I know you shouldn't be thinking of bits like that, but it's true. No, the film makes you think about it, though. That's the thing, it does. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, um, I 
I like the whole um, suburban aspect to it, um, even yeah. though it introduces Becky, um, yeah. who it was basically let's do aliens. Yes. Yeah, which is yeah, yes, is, quite literally. Is, fucking brutal in how obvious it is i it like actually i kind of felt embarrassed for paul ws anderson to be honest um yeah um especially since i've I've heard him say in an interview that alien is one of his alien is one of his favorite films mm. so i mean you've even got the like they could get out but then she get like goes missing so they got she's got to try and find her and yeah, fucking whatever. Um, but I would have liked more with Barry Burton for sure. Yeah. Um, him and his guys just kind of having fun was solid. Uh, I like the the Russia sequence. Um, yeah. That, that you know that was good. Um, I quite like the icy sequence at the end, mainly because Sienna Gilroy gets fucked up. Um, yeah, but she she's literally kicking the fuck out of Alice before that thing gets ripped off her. Yeah, yeah, and and the the, the little parasite thing that Michelle Rodriguez shoots into her neck, mm. and then she can just fucking kick everyone's ass, right? That why not why not everyone shoots that? They, they, that? That seems fucking awesome. Why isn't every why don't every single one of the um, soldiers just have one of those implanted in them. <laughs> oh, because those things are just too expensive for Umbrella. Yeah, just too expensive. Building building exact replicas of, of, of capitals <laughs> and constantly restocking them to see what happens when a virus might fucking take hold that's already happened. Now, that, that, that that's money you've got to fucking pump into it. Yep. But these things that could literally just replace all of the weaponry you've done, no, no, no. We've got to keep those when Michelle Rodriguez needs to fight two guys that she could just shoot. And why only some of the time, right? I get it. We get the interbody shot of the chest, of the ribs breaking and the heart stopping, right? We get two of those and that guy's arm breaking. That's also true. Yeah, why don't we get any other one? Any other broken bone fucking things? It's just those little three incidents. Yeah, yeah. I, but again, it kind of feels like because I think, oh, was it one of the Mortal Kombat games did that? And I swear it was around that time. There was like um, there was a Mortal Kombat reboot series that came out. I think in like 2010 or so, where they had like okay. when you did the like fatalities and stuff, it showed the bones breaking. Uh, that kind of makes sense. Uh, let me let me fucking Google that real quick. Um, bone breaking fighting games. Let's see if that brings up anything. Where's the guy that treats it? Bone breaking in fighting games. Uh, God, was there a Fight Club game? Yes, there was a Fight Club game. Fucking hell. Mortal, uh, what can I Google? Mortal Kombat Bone Breaking. I'm going down the rabbit hole here. <laughs> Mortal Kombat Bone Breaking moves. All X-Ray moves. Yeah, it is in Mortal Kombat X. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. It is totally that. 
And when was Mortal Kombat X? Because I bet... Mortal Kombat X is a blah, 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 blah. Right, just tell me the fucking year. Mortal Kombat X. Oh, 2015. Mortal Kombat X didn't come out until 2015. Okay, hang yeah. on. What about Mortal Kombat? Like, there was... That, yeah, okay, that was the sequel to the Mortal Kombat reboot. Hang on. Well, you can play Freddy Krueger in Mortal Kombat X. Yeah. And Jason Voorhees. Yeah. And an alien. Uh, and the Predator. Yeah, the and Leatherface. Why haven't I played this game? I, th- I, I think, I think Mark's about to go and buy the Mortal Kombat games. I think I might. No, they, yeah, they were uh, they were in the old ones as well. Okay, yeah, okay, fine. So that that's it. I think he is literally just done that. Right, I'm, I, you've got to see how much the Mortal Kombat games are on the PlayStation now, I think. Because you'll enjoy the shit out of that, I think. Yeah, I think I might have actually have a look game. Let's have a look. Mortal, <laughs> this is really boring for people, but I don't care. It is, we don't care. Mortal Kombat uh, film characters. Mortal Kombat. Mortal Kombat X. Twenty seven ninety nine. Oh, you really? Yeah. Or Mortal Kombat XL. Oh, oh yeah, that's just the like the complete edition, like the one with like the DLC and stuff. Oh, well, man, it's only forty, it's only fifteen quid. I think I might get that. Oh, who do you get as fucking? Includes nine additional characters. Oh, who'd you get? Who do you get? Let's have a look. Let's have a look. Uh, it doesn't say, but Mortal Kombat X says you get Alien, Casey Cage, Devorah, Aaron Black, Ferrer, uh, Jacqueline Biggs, Jason Voorhees, Kotal Khan, Kung Jin, Leatherface, Predator, and other ones. Fuck's sake, Leatherface is in there. Yep. <laughs> That's incredible. Oh, I think I'm, I might actually get that. <laughs> oh, anyway, where were we? Uh, but I mean, Mortal Kombat. Paul W. S. Anderson connected. Um, fuck it out. Jason Voorhees versus Leatherface. That would be interesting. Or Alien. Carl Weathers actually. Carl Weathers actually voices it as well. Really? Yeah. Carl Weathers. Yeah, which makes no sense. Voices who? I don't know. Tell me Carl Weathers voices the alien. No, the predator. What? I don't know, it says here. Uh, Delano content, predator prey pack includes predator and predator themed skins for Johnny Cage, Scorpio uh, and skin for Jax with the likeness and voice of Carl Weathers from the uh, first predator film. I think Carl Weathers just appears. Does that work? All right, fine. Anyway, massively off off track. Apologies, folks, but Mark's going to buy Mortal Kombat XL. Um, (laughs) So, where the fuck were we? Retribution. Yeah. Whereabouts in it? Um, Okay, so... It's fun. Becky. Yeah, it is is fun. Um, But, yeah, it's... It's fun. It's not... 
up there with my favourites of the of them, but I think it's one of the most visually interesting. Yeah, I'd go with that. I'd go with that. Um, lots of different locales, lots of different action. You got one on one stuff. You got more group kind of stuff. Um, the ending works. I mean, the the ending ending is mental. You know, Wesker's in the yeah. White House for some reason, yeah. um, and there's dragons. There's dragons and literally everything's on fire but the White House. <laughs> and then you think it's, you, you you want to watch that movie? Yes, yes, you want to watch that movie. So definitely yeah. not shit. Definitely not shit now. Right, Resident Evil: The Final Chapter is not that movie. No, it's not. It's not in the final fucking chapter. Well, but right, there's a there is there is no way right when they set it up all the way through, and we're all spoilers all the time, folks. Right. So if 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 you wanna if you don't wanna know what happens in, then stop. Don't listen to this review because we're gonna spoil it pretty quickly. Right. When you start state from the beginning. Oh, but you'll die. You'll die. You'll die. And then she actually dies. And then eight seconds later, she comes back to life and then basically sets up another movie. It's a little bit like, if this movie makes enough money, you're making another fucking movie. Don't pretend you're not. But I, the thing is, they'd have to kind of just like do a bit of a spin-off or something, surely. Because it's like... Mad Max. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you could just go in. They already set up a Mad Max esque fucking convoy in this. A mad fucking preacher. That's true. I mean, it's very. It rips off two two movies weirdly in this. I mean, yeah, no, I mean, this is the thing. Paul W. Sanderson, as we've established, doesn't care about the continuity in his previous films. He also doesn't care about the continuity in this one singular film. The voiceover at the start says, this is the end of my story. At the end, it's like, I've got more work to do. Yeah. (laughs) It makes zero sense. Right, so... The voiceover at the start of this completely, completely retcons everything that has come before. Yep. Yep. Basically rewrites the history of the franchise. So. For no reason. Dr. Ashford, who the fuck was he then? Um, Yep. James Purefoy... Like unleashed the T virus, but he did it for selfish reasons, not because Umbrella wanted to bring around the end of the world. Um, I, it, I, I mean, Ian Glenn was not around at all for the. I mean, like you said earlier, he's a scientist. He's not the head of the co-head of Umbrella. Yeah, but now he's the co-founder of the company. Um, I, oh. And then at the start of this one, the thing about Wesker, like Wesker needing her help for something, is forgotten. Yeah. And, <laughs> yeah. and now he Wesker just, works no, for the trader. Yeah. 
he was pretty much prison Wesker at the end of the fifth one. He, he, he ran on the whole thing. Just, just, just a few moments ago. It's... I, I Like I say, I, I, I kind of admire how little Paul W.S. Anderson cares. Um... I, I, I mean, no, because nobody cares, really. If you care about the continuity of these films, you need to take a look at yourself. Because <laughs> even the guy who wrote all the films doesn't give a fuck. Nope. Um, I mean, the, the kind of the mysteries that are unveiled in this. I, I'd like, so uh, the Red Queen was mirrored on Alice even though it's established in the second film that it was mirrored on Dr. Ashford's child first film the, the first film even uh, yeah quite yeah um, yeah I mean but it, do, it does actually state it does actually state in I think the third movie that it was that that, that version of the Red Queen so there are different versions oh, of the Red okay. Queen alright fine it does it, it do, it does state that. However, why wouldn't the first version of the Red Queen be based on her? If he was the guy who invaded Umbrella Corp or the t- invaded the T-Virus, it, it, it just the T-Virus just seems to have, have become a different thing now in this one. Well, I mean, I mean to be fair, in, in the fourth one, it kind of seems like the T-Virus started in Japan or, or yeah. something. Whereas now this one it it like kind of kicked off in a Ferris wheel thing more like a yeah. you know so yeah um, this one wasn't great no it's it, it, it's not really to be honest it's it doesn't seem to know what it's doing it seems to have been made for the sake of it but not really have any idea kind of what it's doing and it's like they're so busy telling you this is it this is the final chapter it's the it's the last of the installments and you get the feeling that there should be a little bit more to it or it should actually have some kind of closure because what actually happens is she doesn't die she almost dies she's no longer the t-virus in her but hang on a minute she's not the t-virus in her in other movies as well it's not like the first time she's not had T-Virus running through a system. Um, T-Virus has been wiped out now because uh, there's this airborne thing that all she has to do is just drop an antidote on the floor. Well, hang on a minute, they had an antidote before. Um, and, and that's it. Everyone, you know, everyone's going to be cured. Oh, but wait a minute. It, it's going to, it actually has to spread around the world to be cured. So not everyone's actually cured yet. Yeah. Nothing gets resolved in this movie at all. Well, I mean, well, I mean, I don't know. Like the the T virus appears to have been stopped. You could quite easily, they could quite easily rewrite that in another one, so it didn't. <laughs> yeah, that's. But, oh, what we actually found, what they found was the the antidote uh, got less strong as the further it went, and it created a different type of mutation that made the T-Virus become the T-Virus Plus or the T-Virus S. <laughs> yeah, okay. You could do something like that, couldn't they? Quite easy. Would, it, would, would, they put, would you put it past Paul W.S. Anderson to do that? It's a fair point. I wouldn't. 
so okay yeah um yeah. all right you're right then nothing is i mean like people can be clones of clones of clones you never know who's the original person yeah. and, and and who's not um which 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 clones and stuff like that in movies always makes me want to rewatch the uh michael keaton movie multiplicity that's very good um the action is very whatever. It's more focused on plotty plot than bangy bang. Um, yeah, you know, which is an issue. However, there are some there are some nice shots. The um, the gasoline fires running down the side of a building is oh, a really actually, nice shot. That is a lovely shot. Yeah, yeah, and a really good idea. Yeah, and I can't a, believe nobody's done it before. Yeah, that is a great idea. No, you're right. You're right. Um, yeah. Um, I again, I I suck, but I don't have a lot to say about this there's, one. There, there's there's really not much to say about it. The, you know when I was talking about the the, the prediction software thing that uh, yes. Isaac's has. Yeah, did that remind you of? It might not. I'm I'm kind of hoping away you haven't seen this film. Um, the DOA movie. Oh, dead or alive, I have seen it. I couldn't. Yeah. I couldn't tell you a thing about it, mind. Uh, the end uh, of DOA, uh, Eric Roberts um, has been has used a software program to study all of the fighters, uh, and then he wears like some kind of headpiece or something like that that predicts their fighting moves, and he has uh, bionic like arms and stuff uh, that will cause him to predict their fighting moves and then act counteract them. Nice. A little bit. So it, it basically is, yeah. So the final of, of Resident Evil actually rips off uh, the <laughs> the 2006 movie DOA Dead or Alive, uh, which I think actually was produced by Paul W.S. Anderson. Let's look that up. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm sure it was. I, I, I've got to say, the end of the film goes on for so fucking long. Like, it's the oh. whole. How is Ian Glenn not dead yet? Like yeah. when when like the corridor bit happens and then she goes up to the surface and then he just rocks up again. Yeah. It's like I mean I how? It's yeah. It, I was really hoping this was going to be better and it wasn't. <laughs> no, I mean it's aggressively not. Um no. uh, which, which is it, it's which is a shame because the last one I I think got the ridiculousness of it all. And you're right, yeah, Paul W. S. Anderson did produce Dead or Alive. Um, oh, he did. It got the ridiculousness of it all. Um, but this one seems to go back to people actually kind of care about it, even though Paul W. S. Anderson doesn't care about it. No, it's it literally it 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 quite literally is the the hot dog man that follows home around uh, and says, lady, he's playing my kids through college. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, It literally is that. That's what part of Miss Anderson's um, relationship with these movies is. It keeps him and his wife in work for another another year or two and they can roll in more cash and it's like, what are they going to do after this? You have to wonder, don't you? What are they going to do after yeah. this? Yeah. He, he's, he's, he's a strange director, is Paul W.S. 
Anderson. And, and bless him, you know, he's made what? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven movies. Twelve movies, right? And half of them are what? A third of them, sorry, are Resident Evil movies. But his other movies are things like The Three Musketeers and Pompey and uh, Death Race and the AVP movie he did, didn't they? Yes. You know, his best movie was, his best three movies were his first three movies. God, that's right, he did AVP. That's that's why he didn't direct the second one. Yeah. Because it was almost yeah, like he kind of thought that. he was on for bigger and better things. It's like, I'm going mm. to do Alien versus Predator, which yeah. should have been, right, that's it, he's like he's on the up and up now. And it just didn't mm. happen, and so it, he's, he's kind of had to come back to these. Yeah, because Alien vs. Predator was a terrible movie. But yeah, and I, I actually kind of forgot it existed until just now, um, so thanks for that. Um, <laughs> You're welcome. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Fucking Alien vs. Predator was a thing. Yeah. Oh, God, an Alien vs. Predator Requiem. Yeah. Where the, I'm, I'm pretty sure there's a bit in that where a Predator plays a guitar. Oh, there's a horrible bit in it where, isn't it like aliens in a fucking maternity ward or something? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He didn't direct that one, though. No, no, he didn't. It was, um, I was the brother Strauss, wasn't it? I think it was, yeah, yes. I, they did fucking Skylines. So yeah, it was. I was conflicted. Um, yeah. You liked Skyline, didn't you? Yeah, yeah I like Skyline. Um, yeah. That, uh, that's the only two movies they've done. I don't know where I am with this, whether I'm touching cloth or definitely shit. I'm touching cloth. What did I... Cause there's, 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 because there's, there's, there are some nice shots, some interesting bits in it, and I wasn't bored at any point I just think it's a bit naff and a little bit of a letdown but but if in three years time they said uh, Resident Evil The New Dawn or something like that Mm. um, then I'd I'd happily go watch it what the fuck else has Sean Roberts been in Stir of Echoes 2 Stone of Echoes too. Wow. God, he was in X-Men. He was in Get Over It. Was he? Apparently. Jumper. Oh, well, there you go. Uh, Land of the Dead. Diary of the Dead. Was he in Diary of the Dead as well? Apparently, yeah, fucking hell. He was, in it, yeah. Um, uh, yeah, and then not, not a lot else. <laughs> right, yeah, so, yeah, touching cloth. It's hard to hate it. I don't hate it as yeah. much as I did fucking... Um... Afterlife. Yeah, so there's that at least. Yeah, go on then. What's, what's your ranking? Okay. Um... One... Uh, best to worst. One, three, five... Two six no six two four. Mine mine is three one five six four two. Fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah. 
There you go, Resident Evil, we did it. Yeah. I'm tired. <laughs> I'm looking forward to watching a movie that isn't a Resident Evil movie. Yeah. 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 Oh, I don't know if I've got the energy to do any what we watched. I've only got two. Fuck it. We can save them for next week. I'll put, no, I'll put my big boy pants on. I've only got two. Um, I watched Bad Moms, which yeah. was all right. It was fine. Quite enjoyed it. Had a few laughs. Yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm kind of I'm, I'm looking at going, I'm going to enjoy watching that at some point. Yeah. Not in a rush, but at some point. It's one of those ones Donna fancied watching it, and it was like, yeah, okay, cool. If you're actually wanting to watch a film, I'll um, I'll, I'll give it a go. So, uh, yeah, it was fine. Harmless. Um, kind of ridiculous in aspects, but, yeah, no, harmless. And uh, Lego Batman, um, which I previews this weekend, which I wasn't aware of until, like, Thursday or Friday. I was very excited. Um, comes out in the UK and US on Friday. Um, it's good. It is good. Um, it's not great. It's very good. Drags in the middle. Um, yeah. The whole hero learns a lesson thing that happens in kids' films yeah. seems to happen twice in this. It's like he learns it, and then there's about ten minutes or so, and he seems to forget it, and then he has to learn it again. <laughs> And it basically added 10, is that, 15 minutes. Is that intentional, Drekker? No. No, I don't think it was. Um, no, uh, like because they're actually trying to make a, an arc for Lego Batman here, which just saying that sounds ridiculous, and it kind of is. Um, I don't want to say too much about the story, because there's some fun things going on, but it's basically... Um, the Joker being pissed off by the fact that Batman doesn't admit that he's his biggest enemy. (laughs) And it's like an inferiority complex thing and how both Batman and the Joker deal with it. Um, And then along the way, Batman like accidentally adopts Robin. um, And it kind of goes from there. Um, it's there's a solid hit rate on the gags um i just don't want to say too much because there's some fun stuff in there um but i i think i like it more than the lego movie but i almost don't like the lego movie as much as i think i should because of all the hype that went around it when it came out i enjoyed it a lot when i first watched it um and i've enjoyed it less the other two times I've watched it. Fair enough. Um, but not, not not to the point of where I didn't like it. I still think it's very good, but it, it just it was it was just not as good. Fair yeah, no, that's fair enough. I mean I mean there's some DC baiting stuff which I'm kind of stunned they allowed in here. Um, there's there's a, a very big Suicide Squad was a fucking dumb idea thing in there which uh i thought was kind of stunning actually um it's yeah but it's fun uh will arnett is very good in it as you kind of expect him to be um and uh, zach galifianakis as the joker is actually really really good as well um 
gets it. I think he gets it right. I, people will enjoy it. It does feel like empty calories, but a very satisfying empty calories. It doesn't I have. Get what you mean. It doesn't have that 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 message in the Lego Movie, the the weird message of not following the instructions and not going along a pre-described thing. The main moral of this one is friends are family. And, you know, which is quite a basic moral. But there's fun stuff in here. There's a lot of adult-aimed gags. The kids in my screening seemed pretty restless at points. Um, I kind of wonder if they've maybe gone a bit too far on the let's appeal to the, like, hip adults in the room rather than the kids aspect. Um, Because that's the thing with the Lego movie. I always get the sense that, like, parents enjoyed that more than kids did. Um, Yeah, I can see that. So, like, it kind of seems like they they swerved into that with this a bit. But, you know, I didn't hate it. Four out of five. Really, really solid. I can already see people going nuts over it, and I don't think it's that good. Ah, one of those. But it's it's you know it's a it's a it's good. It's a solid ninety minutes. It's just I don't think it's anything more than that. Cool. There you go. Uh, that's it. So next week is Fifty Shades Darker. Oh, do we have Twitter questions? This is indeed. I think we've got a Twitter question. Yes. Bear me two seconds. Uh, oh, by the way. Uh, the Big Stone Paul, uh, Resident Evil, the final oh, chapter. Um, definitely not sh- shit, 56%. Uh, touching cloth, 11%. And shit, 33%. Fair enough. Uh, question. Uh, Ginger Prince, uh, TGV73. Uh, what's the biggest item of food slash drink you ever smuggled into a cinema? A bottle of wine. <laughs> a bottle of wine? <laughs> Yeah, Donna and I um, had a bottle of wine to ourselves during the third Pirates of the Caribbean film. Bravo, that's impressive. Yeah. What, with glasses? <laughs> with glasses? Uh, actually, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that, that, that's good. Um, did me and you sneak in a two-litre bottle of Pepsi into a film at Fright Fest, I think. Oh, man, uh, I was doing um, that all fucking weekend at Fright Fest, that one uh, weekend when I had the Jack. Yeah, with a jacket and a two-litre bottle of Pepsi <laughs> gets on topping it up. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, that, yeah, that's probably mine. I've never been. I'm not a big cinema eater uh, or anything, and I don't. I don't tend to drink in the cinema. If I do, I only drink for the last hour of a movie. Yeah. No, no, yeah. yeah. Your bladder's not quite fit for purpose, is it? It's not. No, <laughs> I, I, I know that I can hold. I know I can hold it for like a, like an hour. So I'm all right for the last hour of movie, just giving myself misjudge it like the Everest incident or anything nice. like that. Um, so yeah, that that that'd be that'd be mine. Um, I used to do the thing constantly of uh, putting the uh, pick and mix down on the scales and still holding on to it and just letting it touch the scales slightly so that they went, oh that's 95p, and then if you'd actually let go of it, it'd be like 18 quid or something like that. I used to do that quite frequently. <laughs> <laughs> ah, those are the days. Um, but yeah, we got that. That was, that was our only Twitter question. Okay, cool. That's fine. Thanks, Steve. Um, 
So, yeah, Fifty Shades Darker next week. Um, it's gonna Nobody be... gives a fuck. That, that's that's the like... fascinating thing about it, isn't it? No one There's cares. no PR for it at all. I, I saw a trailer for it the other day and thought, fuck, that's how. Yeah. And they shot, <laughs> the, the, best... they shot the two sequels back to back as well, so they're going to have to release yeah. the third one. Yeah, Bex literally turned out to me and said, nobody in the world apart from you gives a fuck about those movies anymore. I, I, I mean, the thing is, I'm interested because the trailer is like, who's the ghosty woman who's around? You know, it's like, yeah, it's like, yeah fine. Why not? Yeah, I'm, I'm up for it. Oh, while I remember, one quick bit I forgot to mention, uh, I, I, I hope you appreciated this, from our review of uh, T2. Yeah. Transporting. Um the magnificent shot of uh, when Renton first goes back to his parents' house and he's sat with his dad and there's the shot from behind of him sat and his dad sat and the reflect the shadow that Renton projects onto the wall is where his mum used oh, to sit. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. A glorious shot. Very nice. That literally gave me a pretty goosebumps sat in the cinema. Yeah. Out. It was magnificent, yeah. And we've forgotten to mention it. I thought I can't, I can't not mention how beautiful a shot that is. That's a fair shout. So yeah, so that was that. That's it. Still thinking about that movie. Uh, yeah, no fair dues. Um, yeah, Fifty Shades Darker. No one cares, but we're going to review it anyway. Um, yeah. And uh, that will do it. Hope you enjoyed this episode through uh, meandering, go through the Resident Evil films, which is no less than it deserves. Yeah. <laughs> um, I've been Ian Loring. He's been Mark Foster. Thank you very much, people. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Bye.